Hi, this is Mark McGarren from the Scales Collective, and we would like to say thank you to Caribou Lodge Yo-Yo Works for supporting the podcast. Hopefully, you may have heard that Anthony's new yo-yo, The Dune, recently released. Anthony Rojas is uh, one of my favorite 1A players of all time because he really aims to stretch what you can accomplish with the yo-yo, and he has fun at the same time. Um, I think that The Dune is the perfect companion to match his pretty unique trick set. So if you haven't heard of Rojas, which I doubt, uh, you should check him out in his new video using the Dune. And if you like the kind of tricks he does, maybe you should check out the Dune as well. Thanks. Do you like yo 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 like fun 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 if you like either of those things, you probably shouldn't buy a recess yo-yo. They're, they're particularly bad at both of those things. Hello everyone, this is Colin from Scales. And as you may or may not know, originally Scales was actually a group of us working together competitively to push each other to our greatest capabilities. One of the things we did to improve our personal skill was to take influence from other players. And one key player that we targeted as a source for learning how to improve was someone you may or may not have heard of named Gentry Stein. Gentry is no new face to the competitive scene, and by achieving three national titles as well as one world title, it's no doubt that he has the skill. Gentry recently worked with Yayo Expert to create a video explaining his trick creation process titled Trick Theory. In this video, Gentry gives the viewer a perspective on what it's like to make new content for himself. We are very appreciative of Yayo Expert for doing this for the Yayo community, and we highly recommend you support them by watching the video and considering them as your favorite retailer. Thanks. Today you will be listening to an episode recorded by Mark Mangaren and myself on the subject of the last four regionals in Japan. So these regionals were East Japan B Block, West Japan, South Japan, and North Japan. And Mark and I basically went over our favorite freestyles and how we think they will do a Jan. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. So this is just a quick question because... I'm not too fluent with like the Japanese regions, but why is there two EJs? So I believe in 2012, they split EJ into two because East Japan was like the largest region by far. And I guess, so to provide sort of like a visual, um, EJA, which happened earlier this year in January, is like more so the Tokyo area. So like, Mm -hmm. I guess, East Central Japan and EJB is like northeast Japan area. Okay. So yeah, pretty far apart. Actually. But lower, but lower NJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so we have a lot to get through. This is four contests. Uh, where do you want to start? Let's just start with EJ. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Ayumu won, which is great. Caribou Lodge, and he also used the Borealis, which is really cool. Actually, um. Yeah, it's his first regional win, which is um, exciting. But he used a Borealis, which is like kind of an older yo-yo at this point, right? Like a lot of people are using biometals yeah. now, which is kind of interesting. interesting. Um, I remember he was like asking people on the team if they had extra Borealises to send him to compete with. But I guess, you know, if he likes it. Um, what do you think of his freestyle? Um... He actually, I think he went like super clean compared to all of his other. This is definitely his best freestyle by far. 
I think so too. I think he he kind of took a little bit of a different approach, um, like a little slower, a little more performance oriented. Yeah, it worked out for him. Yeah, I, I don't know. His tricks are like so clean looking to me, and like I think his presentation is one of the best. Like his his slacks and stuff are like so like vivid. Yeah, I noticed something interesting, which is like contrary to what a lot of people are doing now, is that he does a lot of kind of like large, big, swingy slacks. You know what I mean? That kind of like take their time and go around. Um, yeah, it, it it provides a lot of variation, which is really important. So yeah. I think it's really cool. And plus, um, he won by like twenty points, so it was like obvious that he was the best. Yeah, he he won by quite a bit. Um, in terms of so in terms of his tech, it was really good. He is a, he's like a very tech oriented player. Do you think that this that scoring wise, it's ambiguous to click? Maybe. I mean, it, for this, it was like pretty obvious, but. I think I think for this it's pretty obvious, and we'll get to Daiki in a bit. But um, for JN, I think he'll. Yeah, for JN, I think that's a little bit of a concern. He'll probably fall under like Yusuke or Ryuichi or any of those people. Yeah, but I think that he still has a shot at top five if he stays this consistent. Um, he might change his freestyle. I'm not sure, but yeah. Uh, no, we'll get to Daiki now. Um, Daiki got third, and. I going into this competition, I think that he was one of the favorites to win. I I like Daiki a lot. I think his his freestyle had a lot of like amplitude, and he kind of takes a more of an American approach and has a lot of interesting trick sets. Yeah, I don't know. He reminds me a lot of like Ando in a way that like instead of focusing yeah. on like more technical stuff, he focuses on like oh body or horizontal tricks. Yeah, and he had a lot of tricks that were kind of like not so common in japan like he did a he did a reverse a crosshand chaos dunk to green triangle which is like yeah so i would never expect that uh he had a lot of really interesting arm and body tricks he has the overhead gt trick like really uncommon and um but i don't know he still is very consistent i i I think that for a japanese player he has a very american kind of style i don't know yeah I think that kind of sets him apart. Um, so he didn't win, in my opinion, because he had a restart, I think. He had like a restart. 60%. And he was pretty sloppy. He, I think he was sloppy after his restart. And, like, execution-wise, he kind of started falling from there. And that's where Ayumu kind of jumped ahead. He had a lot of two-point elements, I also noticed, towards the end. Which could have ended up really good. But um, they weren't really synced to music and it didn't really he missed a lot of them so yeah yeah um in terms of jn so this wasn't really his like best work so it's kind of hard for me to predict but considering like he made finals last year and i think he was pretty close to top 10 i think he could get top 10 this year yeah yeah i mean he's he's been around for a long time and he's very consistent i think that he just kind of like flubbed at this contest, and I wouldn't count him out for JN. Um, yeah. Yeah. I could see him top 10 in JN. So, Izuru won West Japan, which is really cool. Um, do you think that his, his kind of like approach towards this freestyle was different than other freestyles he's done in the past? Yeah, so 
compared to other freestyles, I feel like he did a lot of like more interesting tricks, and I think this freestyle was also like way cleaner than anything else. Well, yeah, I noticed that too. I think he changed his trick set quite a bit. He does a lot of. He kind of like does more of a combination of like Xion style and also Yusuke style. Yeah, so it blends. Which is really it blends cool. together well, I think. Yeah, it blends together really well. Um, he kind of cuts through all of the really like fast, dense stuff that Xion would usually do with like Yusuke style elements. Uh, I think. Yeah, it ends up making for a very diverse freestyle. And oh, and his song choice too, which I th- I think is really cool, but he didn't use it to its potential at all. Yeah. Yeah. So so for those who are just listening, um you should watch Izir's freestyle after this, but um he has a song that is like a Eurobeat style song and it goes through five different phases and it has like different song types in each one and they kind of blend together and he should have like structured his freestyle performance wise around these five things or like kind of use the music better but i mean he still won he had a he had really good like clean performance and almost no negatives so it's fine but i think maybe going into jn yeah change it around so a little bit for jn if he like either improves his freestyle or makes a better one i think he could like be in the top five or maybe top three if he goes like this clean i think so. going clean is like one of the most important factors so oh absolutely yeah and uh it's definitely what put him on top in this competition because uh in second place was yuki nikashako i really like yuki is one of my favorite players from japan um yeah i think i think he's kind of like been at the cusp of being like in the top player circle for like a little bit yeah I think, like, this year, like, last year, he's kind of, like, cut past all of the... Yeah, the, like, second-tier players. The second-tier players, so, yeah. So some qualities of his freestyle were that his trick set is, like, amazing. Um, Similar to Daiki, Yuki tends to do, like, bigger tricks, like, horizontal, um, behind-the-back, arm tricks, stuff like that. Um, But he also parallels his style with, like, amazing speed and precision and, like, He's just he's a very like proficient player in almost every aspect, I'd say. Yeah, he has a lot of really interesting uh like outlooks on different trick archetypes. So like his horizontal is really unique and he has so many different types of horizontal tricks. He has really interesting arm tricks. Um his tech I think is like where he kind of falls a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it could be better. It could be better. Otherwise, he could he could have a trick set that would put him like in the top top. He's he's really skilled and he has he has a few tricks that kind of like only he can do. Yeah. Which is a really great asset to have. Um But looking back at his freestyle, I think the only reason that he lost really is because of the amount of mistakes he made. Yeah, so I think that he probably did more tricks than Izuru, but he had so many more mistakes. Uh I don't know, Yuki's really good. I think he could probably be top three JN and, you know, really break into one of the top players in Japan. But um, he has he had a lot of negatives in this freestyle and the kind of what set him back behind Izuru. And I guess it just goes to show that in Yoyoing, like, cleanliness really does go far because the negatives that you get kind of influence your scoring in multiple ways. So 
I don't know. I think Yuki's only problem right now is really just as the cleanup. Yeah. His execution and then like maybe his tech a little bit, but yeah, he's amazing. Though. Yeah, he's really really good. So on to foray actually West Japan. You want to talk about yeah. um the first place freestyle, which was Takumi Hakamada, and yeah. I believe that like this is probably the most like revolutionary foray freestyle I've watched. Yeah, I love this dude. He's so good. So Takumi oh, Takumi uses a lot of like. He uses some, like, 1A elements that players would do, as well as, like, concepts translated over from Diablo, it seems, in his 4A tricks. Yeah, he's one of the few 4A players that I think came from Diablo first, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I think, having, like, other areas to reference your trick set from is really important. Yeah. It, It creates for a really diverse trick set, and... He has just some elements that are so hard, and they just look so good. Yeah. Um, like, most 4A players currently, like, focus on, like, tricks they're just pretty confident with, and maybe, like, focus on performance. More like, Ray is obviously performance-oriented, as well as, like, Hajime and others. But Takumi yeah. is more of, like, I feel like a raw skill player, like Ben Condi or Subasa. And... Yeah, and I, I, just to say, like, he this hasn't worked out for him before uh we were just talking like two seconds ago about how cleanliness is really important and like i don't know maybe in his last five or six freestyles he's kind of bombed um and in this year he in this freestyle he like went clean for the first time and really just blew everything away yeah so it's kind of like a risk thing like you either like do way harder tricks and have the risk of messing up or sort of go safe yeah um but if he starts to go clean you know starting with this freestyle do you think he can do well in jn yeah i think if takumi like goes as clean as this or even cleaner he probably has a definite spot in like top three i'd say yeah i don't know because foray for japan nationals is so stacked right now Yeah, he would also he would Um, also have to improve his performance so that's another thing yeah so so just from an objective standpoint of performance, um, I, I don't know, where's perf score is kind of low. Um, because he didn't yeah. have much music use and his space use was okay. Yeah. I guess, but I think that's not very hard for him to just pick up and kind of create. Yeah. It, it, you know what it, I mean? Like a better performance. It should performance. be accomplishable by June. Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard for him, given that, like, given the like, amount of points that he can accomplish in one freestyle, he can probably just slow it down a little bit and then focus on performance and just make, like, a really balanced, good freestyle yeah, I... easily. So, now off to South Japan. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of thought, honestly, South Japan was, like, kind of uneventful. Like, top two and 1A both had pretty sloppy freestyles. And I know. It, it's a little weird because last year South Japan was really uh, competitive. Yeah. So Masahiro won last year, and right. other people who competed there were um, Toya, actually. Toya's top five in Asia right now, and yeah. Toya got fourth, so it was, like, super stacked. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this year, I don't know, this year was kind of, like, not as stacked, and it was more sloppy. Ryota Ogi placed second, and I don't know, for me, he came into the contest being the favorite to win, but he wasn't really able to hit, like, a freestyle on a level of cleanliness that he has more recently, which is really sad. Like, 
Rio to clean. Yeah, he's usually... Rio to to clean is, like, amazing, but if he's not clean, it's kind of just, like, really hard to watch for me. So, like... Yeah, he has... uh, Ryuto has some tricks that are kind of similar to to Kumi's in a way, where it's just... It's really hard, and if you hit them, you score so much and you do so well, but if you miss it, the links that you need to put it together, you kind of miss your whole combo if you mess up one part. Yeah. And it's, it's a little risky, but, um... I mean, like, he's gotten first in prelims and semis and worlds for like four years in a row before you know yeah um and ryota also had like a different approach for his freestyle he did more like interesting tricks and stuff it's pretty cool yeah. to watch i think but the, it is cool. the first place winner was Tsukasa ryu and he had like a lot of amplitude with his tricks and freestyle but his tricks were pretty like ordinary to watch i think it was just that he went cleaner than ryota and was able to yeah it's a common theme that's showing up which is like fair like that's what the game is like whoever's cleaner yeah Tsukasa like I don't know if if you're going into this contest I wouldn't have thought that Tsukasa would have won but um I don't know he just was just very um like I don't know uh, stable I guess and just kind of like inched ahead right so yeah that was South Japan it was yeah, South Japan was pretty uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to finally North Japan. Um, Hirotaka Akiba won North Japan with a very difficult, awesome. Yeah, amazing. D- very difficult. Awesome. His trick sets extremely yeah. difficult. Um, lots of like insane chopsticks maneuvers and pretty interesting tech ideas as well. Yeah, and congratulations to him because he's been competing at this contest for years. Yeah. He's been doing these tricks for like a while, oh, and one, one. Uh, he's, he hasn't. E- he either hasn't been able to put it together, or NJ has been so competitive that he wasn't able to like inch ahead of the other competitors. So like last year, NJ, um, Takeshi, yeah, Ryuichi Takeshi, all these people were there, and like I don't know, just even if he went clean, it would just be hard to beat these people. Yeah. Um, but he's he's starting to kind of. Uh, kind of like inch up and his style is starting to become more appreciated and he's scoring much better so like at joy c he did really well yeah and, so he's yeah. been doing these tricks for a while but he's just getting more refined with them and at this rate like if he keeps improving i think he could get top five at jn yeah or even top yeah. three if he steps up his performance i think the only thing lacking with his freestyle is that although i like his music <laughs> use like his music choice a lot like his music choice really fits him and it kind of sets him apart. Uh, it doesn't really help him too much in terms of performance. And I think he has to kind of change his trick set or like the execution of his trick set to kind of um, devolve more around of a performance. Right. Which is, it shouldn't be too hard for him to do because some of his tricks are just so hard and they're so impressive on their own. And he beat out Kohei. Kohei was second place. Kohei Nishimura. Um. Yeah, which I'm a big fan of now. I didn't know much of him before this contest. He, he's pretty young but he's been around he's been around for a bit he's really young um yeah he yeah. made jn yeah. right last year J- japan nationals finals yeah, for, and it was it was, it was his first time competing at jn so it's like huge oh wow um and now he plays top three at his regional so yeah his trick, yeah, that's good his, for him. his trick set has a lot of like really smart sequences at score well but it's also like he still has a long way to go in defining his own style, making his tricks look cleaner, and like having more performance. 
Yeah, he isn't fully there yet. He had like a big segment in his freestyle that was kind of like sloppy and unrefined, but there are some parts that were just really good. Yeah. Um, I I think he he in the upcoming years might be someone to watch out oh, for. For sure. For sure. He him now and, him now is actually pretty similar to how Xion was skill wise. I think. Yeah. I think in twenty, I'd compare him now. It's a little, a little scary to think yeah. about when you think I'd about compare, it like that. I'd compare Kohei now to like Xion 2014, and it's funny because, or like interesting because Xion ended up getting second at Worlds the next year, so it kind of shows like Kohei can make the jump really quickly if he puts it. Yeah, I think he can really, he has some tricks that are just really, he, he hit uh, 3.0 hook and 3.5 hook on stage, which is pretty impressive yeah. on its own. Uh, it's almost no one ever does that. I don't think I've seen anyone else do that last year yeah. in a freestyle. Maybe Evan, right? Tried yeah. it. I don't know Evan if he did it. Polo. But yeah. yeah, Evan or Polo. If Kohei manages to go clean and maybe improve his performance, I think he'd be able to. Yeah, I think I think he still has a lot of refining uh, to be done, but his skill level is there. Um, his choice of tricks are like really good. Um, I think it's just really refining it. Yeah. Uh, do you think he can get top 10? At yeah, I think so. I mean, going clean is the name of the game. And if he can do that, then I don't see what would stop him. Do you think he should be in uh, Hirotaka? No. Because no, Kohei, okay. Kohei was still pretty sloppy. And Hirotaka okay, yeah. is just like way more like matured in his play style. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. That was... So yeah, that's the four contests. Yeah, and now we are approaching Japan Nationals in about two months, I think, two and a half months. Is there any? Are there any more regionals before Japan Nationals? No, this is it. So this is all. This is it. Okay, so Some people will be entering Jan from Wildcard, I believe, but not. Yeah, so like Taro Komari, right? It should be competing at Jan, and he's entering oh. from Wildcard. And um, like uh, Toru Miyazaki and so on. Yeah, Iori. Is he already competing at Jan? Uh, I'm not sure, but maybe. So yeah, we don't really know like who else will compete. But right, there's there's some uh, some really good people to watch out for that we haven't seen in the regionals. So yeah. Jan might be a little um, hard to say. Probably. Hard to predict. Yeah, based on the regional results. But I don't know. Thoughts in Japan. That's for okay. Let's we'll just start with one A. Um, Who's your favorite two one A? Do you think if you were to say now? I mean, I'm a really huge fan of Yusuke, so I would have to say Yusuke. And I know, yeah, I, I think Yusuke could win easily. Yeah. And I think Xion is up there as well. I think Xion's up there, but another person that, like, I think a lot of people are forgetting to rule in because he didn't compete this year was Ryuichi. And yeah. Ryuichi got third at Jan last year. And I don't know, I feel like he's been, like, holding back. If I were to guess he's been holding back a lot. And I can see him winning this year. Because he's he, although he didn't do so well in E Zone, right? Yeah. So E Zone was in fall of last year, and Ryuichi placed fourth to people like Xion and like, Yuki Nikishako. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting to see if Ryuichi's like gotten a lot better. But usually, like Ryuichi excels in like cleanliness and performance. Yeah, he's really, really good at this. So kind of I'm gonna, stuff. I'm gonna say if Ryuichi competes, which I'm pretty sure he will, I'm gonna guess Ryuichi for one A. For first place. Yes. But uh, I mean, even Ryuichi at his cleanest, would he beat Yusuke? Maybe. 
Maybe. maybe. Okay, yeah, it's maybe. It's close. It's close. I, I think that Shion, Ryuichi, and Yusuke are the like... Top all geared for top three. I don't think... Um, I don't think Takeshi is competing this year, Takeshi right? Takeshi will compete. So I think, Do you think Yam- Yamato is up there as well? Um, yeah, I think some people that are like in the top five range could be like Yamato, uh, Arata, and... Oh yeah, I'd love to see Arata in top five. I'd love to see Yuki Nikishako in top five. Hirotaka as well. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Taro Komari and Masahiro Tarada as well because I'm a huge fan yeah, of them. Yeah, they have really like, unique styles, so... Yeah, and and they they can easily make it into top five, um, but it depends on how clean they go. Yeah. The other really competitive competition this year is actually foray, and it's funny because foray a few years ago would be like the division that you go to the bathroom, you know, during. But now it's like really competitive, and it's it's really stacked. There's a lot of really good, cool new players. Um, what do you th- what's your prediction on Fori for Japan Nationals? I was actually talking to Michael Nakamura about this earlier, and I don't know. Fori is so tough because there's so many contenders. Like, everybody's at the top level now. So, yeah. if I were to guess... if I... Hold on, hold on. Just taking a step back, like, why do you think that Fori has become a lot more popular in, like, the last year or two years? I don't know. I think... Like, Fori was more... I forgot one of the regionals. Like, Fori was the last division. It was more competitive than 1A. Yeah, that was probably East Japan B or so. East Japan A. I mean, it was yeah. a lot. All of them were really. Good. Do you, Do you think it? Do you think it's like the um, new technology in iOS or something? I, I, I think something? that does have to do with it. Like the Yayoi Creation Cloud, some of Japan's technologies, new Yayos are all very like more forgiving for foray tricks, like wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that could be it. But for foray, I don't know. Some of the contenders are like um, Ray, obviously, Super. Ray's obviously Tsubasa Onishi, um, both mm-hmm. Takumi Yasumoto and Takumi Hakamada. Yep, both Takumis are yeah. really and, awesome. Um, I hope they make tough. And I think if Hajime competes, I'm not sure if he will, though. Yeah, Hajime is kind of like a wild card in all of this because he just kind of destroyed at his, his regional and just won. His technical skill is kind of lower, but he might be able to make up for it in performance. So I don't know. Yeah, he might be able to make up for it in performance and cleanliness. His cleanliness is so good in 4A. Well, I think if I were to predict JN now, I'd say... I think I'm going to throw in, like, underdog Subasa actually. Okay. And all the top players. For first place, do you think someone would beat Ray? Yeah, so I think Subasa could win, potentially. Since, I believe at Worlds last year, Subasa placed second to Ray. But he actually had, yeah. Tsubasa had a perfect 60 in tech. Which wow. means that every judge on the world's panel that was clicking had Tsubasa in first clicker-wise. That's in- Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's in two months? Yeah, uh, Japan Nationals is in June. So two and a half months. And it's really stacked in every division. So it uh, should be really exciting to watch. I agree. And for those who are listening... Uh, and probably live in America, you should probably know that there's a live stream for all the regionals and probably Japan Nationals as well. So, uh, I don't know, get your friends and hang out and watch Japan Nationals together <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of really good freestyles. And I think it's it's no one's going to win by a landslide. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be a really close competition for all the divisions. Yep. Excited to watch it.